Yo, hello, what is going on, all my friends from the internet? It's so nice to be with you guys here for another week and another episode of the Reddit Asks Us podcast. Guys, I gotta be telling you, I've been having so much fun as of lately doing these uh, episodes for you guys. I've been seeing the audience growing every single week, so it's it's just so great to see that happening and it's so great to have so many of you wonderful beautiful people listening in listening in every single week that we do this podcast because you know this this show this is a collective effort okay this is i could not do this on my own i need the wonderful beautiful users of reddit to uh contribute so much to this podcast and make it what it is and uh to you all for listening in every week I can't begin to express the gratitude that I have for all of those uh, of whom are listening in and tuning into the show on a regular basis, and even not on a regular basis, I don't even really care. If you found the show, if you're tuning in, if it's something to do and you're just looking for something to do, then I welcome you. Thank you so much for being here. So... With that said, welcome everybody to the Reddit Asks Us podcast. I am your host, Luke Dick. And before we head into the podcast, if you're watching or listening on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, maybe that's Pandora? Hmm? Then make sure to leave us a rating and also please leave us a review. Thank you guys so much, okay? So let us... with. Out any further ado, let's get into the podcast. So we have this week from r slash ask reddit. You guys already know. What's the reason you have been banned from an establishment such as a shop, a restaurant, or cafe, etc.? Oh, I knew when I saw this one there was going to be some interesting stories. So I don't think that anyone here will be uh, too disappointed with what we've got to hear this week on the show. All right, everybody. So let, let's, uh, let's just uh, settle in here and uh, let's, let's listen to some stories, folks. So this first comment comes from Magic SPA. I once got barred from a pub for burping. No shit. It was in the Conan Doyle pub in Edinburgh years ago. Our small group wasn't being disruptive, disruptive or anything. My burp wasn't some intentional, obnoxious display behavior intended to unsettle other patrons. It was actually quite discreet and simply the result of drinking carbonated beverages with nothing more to it than that. But we were sitting next to the bar, the barman heard, and we all got thrown out. And for objecting to it, initially thinking it was a bad joke, I got no shit, full on barred. Like I say, it wasn't some over-the-top eruption of a belch. It was the same one you'd let loose in front of your in front of your own mother, followed by an excuse me. I thought at the time that the barman was being a neurotic, over-assertive bell end, and on my own time as a barman in the years since has only served to reinforce that impression. Yeah, what, what, like this is that's so it's it's almost like um like me and my friend Sam were talking about this last night. Uh, it's almost like an oxymoron. Like it's like. You, you get thrown out of a bar for burping. But like, yo, isn't that like, that's like the classic image I think of in my head when I think like just, you know, in an England bar, like, you know, a bar in England where people are drinking. And it's just like guys kind of just sitting around 
letting out their burps just just freely flowing from their bodies you know that's what I, that's what i'm thinking and it's just like it seems so it seems so like odd that you would get barred for something they this bartender must have had it out for some for them for another reason there's no way that he they would just they would just ban you for something like that it's just or maybe the bartender wasn't having a very good day but that seems a little bit ridiculous from what i from my end so uh, this, <laughs> this, oh man, this one's full of irony. So the next one comes from par 33, seven. I got banned from the mall when I was younger because I wore an inappropriate shirt that I had bought in the mall. <laughs> and I'm like, you know that, you know that, what that reminds me of? I don't know if this is just a Canadian store, but there's a store in malls called Spencer's. That's like this. It's kind of like a, like a, a gothy grungy sort of store but they sell like sex toys there and stuff and just like weird objects and just weird knickknacks and it's it just reminds me of like going to going to one of those stores and you just get banned for coming out of that store for whatever you you bought there um so we got a reply here from dilly wags saying i had a harry potter wand keychain confiscated at tsa airport security earlier this year i bought it in the same airport within the security zone on my last flight before that you know this this is the type of shit that makes me mad okay i remember and this is a story that we tell in our family for for a long time so we uh when i was a kid we went to disneyland uh, in California and we were getting like because they have security there at the front and we were getting our bags and, and our just whatever our belongings checked and I shit you not my dad has a uh, like like he just wears a satchel with him around him all the time and so they're 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 looking through this satchel and they find a spork a spork of all things and they're like yeah, we're going to have to confiscate this. And my dad was like, are you for real? They're like, yes, this is a potential weapon. What? A spork? Like, yo, I'm so pissed off, yo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stab the shit out of somebody with this fucking spork. Like, bruh, you could probably find and buy sharper items in Disneyland than you could with coming in with a fucking spork. A spork, guys. A literal spork. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like it just—it's so weird. Like it's so random. Like yeah, okay, you're gonna you're gonna ban, you're gonna. So, anyways, he uh, he ended up just like he's saying, no, 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 you're not confiscating this. I'll leave. So he left. Go went and buried the spork underneath like a potted plant that was like outside the building. And then he came back in and was like, yeah, I just went to my hotel and you know put the way the spork but it's like i'm not gonna get a, a spork confiscated it was a nice spork and you know what i'm saying like everybody knows the usefulness of a spork right like especially going to a place like disneyland you don't want to use up all the plastic uh utensils there so you bring your own like a spork it's a fork it's a spoon you know it's even got a little like a uh, little butter knife sort of like like a serrated edge but it's not a super sharp thing it's just like a regular butter knife sort of thing super weird Okay, next next one comes from user Electric29. I'm banned from a bar that my friend owns that I've played music in at a steep discount because they were friends, uh, donated to their fundraisers, got them lots of vintage glassware to use for free, promoted their events, even the ones with other musicians playing. 
because his wife can't stand the fact that he and I dated briefly 35 years ago. She melts down whenever anything triggers her about the idea uh, and uh, it makes his life mis- and makes his life miserable. I had no idea. Apparently they were uh, they were dating 30 years ago and broke up because he broke a date with her to witness to be the witness at my city hall wedding. They got back together 15 years later. Oh my goodness. I find out I find out about this when making a Facebook post about that anniversary and he messaged me to take it down. Oh my goodness. He explained the crazy. I complied. I thought everything was fine. Then I get invited to the bar for a private party of theirs six months later and both of them are being horrible to me. I'm very confused. I asked him what the problem was and he said, I don't like how we left things last December. And I am thinking, we... I went back and checked the messages and it seems right after he sent me the explanation and before I responded apologizing for the triggering for the triggering and saying I would simply comply someone blocked me in his account so I think she went in and turned it off so he couldn't see that I was cooperating so she thought so he thought I blew him off I wow wow I sent emails uh, texts and a certified letter with screenshots showing what happened but he is still mad So, okay then. It is really sad as I love the place and love playing there. It is a nexus of our social group, but now I cannot set foot in there. Man, so so they were dating earlier. uh, Then he blew off a date to go be a witness at her city hall wedding. And they were broken up. And then they got together 15 years later. And then fast forward another 15 years and she's still mad about this. Like what the heck? Like that's just so weird. Like, and it, it's it's not even it's not even like did they did they even say that they that they dated? Like, it doesn't even. I don't think they think. Oh oh wait, because his wife can't stand that he. Oh they did date briefly thirty five years so five years before that. So it was five years before they briefly dated, and then he was a witness. It, wait, I do gotta say though, it is a little bit weird to blow off a date to be a witness at a city hall wedding for you know, a girl that you used to date. That is a little strange. But I don't know if it warrants this this craziness because, man, when people start going and invading people's, like, messages and, and blocking people and all that sort of stuff, like, that's just a no-go for me, man. That's just, that's a violation, man. That's a violation of privacy, man. It's a viola- violation of, of personal sovereignty, you know? Um, and it just, it just, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, man. It's weird. Like you're, it's manipulating, it's controlling. Can't do that. So, um, this, uh, this next one comes from Raven 4869. I was doing a history project on Poland and it was well known that this teacher gave an extra letter grade for bringing in food from the country. A friend from my previous school brought me to a bakery that made Kolzats, Kolzats, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. It's Polish or whatever. I don't know. Is it Polish? Is that what they mean in Poland? Uh, Kolzach, that his family loved. I family loved. I ordered that one. I ordered that one for my class, paying a deposit and specifying the day that the due that it was due to present. That I was due to present. I ran in before school to get my order, and the woman behind the counter, the manager, told me that whoever took my order never sent it. There was no Kolzach in the store. Despite me presenting my invoice and pointing out the date that they agreed to have it, she refused to refund my deposit on the basis that we can make one for you tomorrow. I had to call the credit card company and dispute the charge that way. A few days later, my friend called me and asked me and asked why we were both banned from the bakery. 
Oh my goodness. So they 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 wanted to keep charging the guy or they wanted to keep the transaction based on the fact that they can make one. But it's it's not useful for me tomorrow. I don't need it tomorrow. I need it today. And that's that's clearly the rest the restaurant messing up. That's clearly the restaurant messing up. So I don't understand. Like they wouldn't refund. Like it's not even been made yet. Like, come on, like you're that strapped for cash that you're going to be like, oh, we're going to keep charging you because we can make it for you tomorrow. It's like, no, I had a date specified and I wanted it today. So if I didn't get it today, it's not useful for me today. Oh my goodness. That is very frustrating, Mr. Raven4869. I can definitely understand what made you frustrated for that. So this next one comes from uh, user Piston Camel. Was banned from a mall arcade when I was a kid for holding all the whack-a-moles down. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. Is that like, like what? What's? Uh, I guess when they pop up, I guess that's what the whole goal, right? Is you're supposed to whack them. So if you just hold them down, like you'll just get all of them. So I can understand that. So we got a reply from Put It All on Black. I was also banned from an arcade, but for an even more bullshit reason, for picking up quarters. When I was very young and I saw that people would drop quarters and just never bothered to pick them up or didn't know why they dropped them or didn't know that they dropped them. So I would go around and pick them, pick, I would go around and pick them up from around the machines. Nothing dangerous, nothing suspicious. And I used them to play. I'm not talking about quarters people just dropped, but ones that were sitting on the floor with nobody around covered in dust and cobwebs and sand. The attendant argued that they were not mine and belonged to the shop and that I was stealing I can kind of see that point since it's a private property, but I was like seven years old, spent plenty of my own money in the arcade, and and spending all the quarters I found right back into their rigged claw machines. It was just a shitty thing to do, the shitty thing to do, and ban me. All they had to do was not pick up the quarters, and I would, and just tell me to not pick up the quarters, and I would have stopped. Yeah, this is like... Like to come on, man. Quarters that people drop are just now suddenly part of the of the private property of of the store. Like what? Then why don't you, as the store owners, go around and actually pick up the quarters because of the uh, because they're your property instead of just leaving on them on the floor? That doesn't make any sense, man. And and you're gonna ban a seven year old kid? Come on, that's that's disrespect, man. That's disrespect. Sorry for you for you know put it all on black. I feel sorry, man. That's that's a whack reason to get to get banned from an arcade, man. So this next one we've got here is from Apprehensive Taro seventy seven. Also a fun story of someone who wasn't my friend, but who used to run track with me. He thought it would be hilarious to put a pebble inside of a piece of gum and throw it out the window of the bus on the way to a track meet. Oh God, I thought it was just gonna stick to the window and be a nuisance ended up shattering part of the windshield because we are on a bus going <laughs> going uh, 55 miles an hour. Person followed the bus all the way to the track meet. Cops came. Kid was banned from track. Not sure if he was banned from the bus, though. Man, that is like, like, why can't you just throw the gum? Like, why, why can't you just like chew the gum and throw the gum? Why do you have to put a rock in it? Like a rock is like, this is why, this is why when you're a kid, snowball fights are banned at least when you grow up in canada i guess some places who listen into the podcast probably don't even get snow but um in in lots of schools in canada any school that i've ever been to um snowball fights are banned because in within the snowballs they've had rocks inside of them so then you'll throw a snowball at somebody 
and it'll be a rock and it'll literally break the bone in their face. And people have been, have had to go to the hospital because of that, because yeah, of course it's a rock. It's a solid rock. So if that gets hits you in the face at somebody who's like throwing it to you at full throw, then, you know, obviously that's going to be damaged to your face. So like putting a rock, like why, why would you do that? Why would you just chew the gum? Like, I don't see that. That's somebody out here is just being an absolute menace, man. Someone's just being a menace thinking that they want to throw gum, rock, filled gum at somebody's at somebody's windshield and like who's gonna pay for that who's gonna pay for that yeah yeah doubt it wow idiot <laughs> all right so this one comes from lacrushinator when i was 12 my favorite thing to do was play laser tag at one of the laser tag places in town i'd go every friday night and play for three hours or so there weren't many other regular players so nobody else was getting better at it like i was after about a year i was just wrecking everyone and the owner ended up banning me from the place because it was driving away customers. It really sucked because it was my favorite activity and I was just immediately cut off from it. Six years later, I found a place in another city that had other players that actually played regularly. So I was able to start playing again with similar people with people at similar skill levels. This I read this story and I was going through and all I could imagine was just this kid and just like going alone to the laser tag place on a Friday. And it's just like, it's just like that. It's like that one uh, you know, video game like Call of Duty Lobby or something like that, where there's just one dude that just is absolutely disgusting and just just wrecking everyone and just like <laughs> shitting on everyone who goes. It's like this little twelve year old kid, and he's just like, yeah, die, die, yeah, I win, I win. And it's like there's families there and everything, and all these kids are just crying, and he's just like, yeah, sucks to be you then, because <laughs> like this kid is just like, I don't like you're to be honest, Mister Lacrushinator. I don't think how much of a how I don't think that you realize probably how much of a menace you are being out there. Everyone's just trying to play some laser tag, and there's just one kid there. It's ruining it for everybody by being absolutely disgusting. Like, come on. That's, I can see, I mean, I don't understand why they have to ban you. Maybe like, I don't even know, like, there's got to be a better solution because now you just can't play laser tag at all. And that's what I'm thinking. It must have been more than just, than just that. I just, this also reminds me of when I was in high school, me and all my friends were on a, on a band trip and uh, we went to go play laser tag. And of course, like, all the boys, like, you know, we're, we're just like, we're hustling out here. We're treating this like it's a, like it's a full on war, man. We had, we had teams and everything. And w the, the laser tag place that we went to was super, super cool. Like it, it was just, it was, it was high end. It was state of the art sort of stuff. And it was just super cool. And it was, it was a lot of fun, but there was a lot of kids in band who, who didn't really, <laughs> I don't know, who, who weren't necessarily as competitive as we were, let's put it that way. Because, like, we were all in band, but we all did sports and stuff, too, and football and whatnot. So we were all competitive. And and so we would just, like, we had these teams, and we would go around just, like, just shooting everybody. And I think everybody was kind of pissed off at us because we were just, like, we took it so seriously. But I just remember this one time my friend... Uh, was like cutting around this corner and he was just so into it. He just trucked over this girl in our class and just kept going. He just kept, he just like, just kept fighting and she, and he ended up getting in some trouble and she got super, super pissed off at him for doing that. But he was just like, he, I think he was just like, it was her fault, man. She, he was, she was in my way. I was trying to win the game. And I'm just, and it, our band teacher was like, yo, <laughs> like you just trucked over this girl. Like, come on, man. Um, yeah, so so I can I can relate to a sense in that one. So this next one comes from user Formidic for Formicaday Formicaday. 
Um, I got banned from a Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey several times in the early 90s, back when I was in high school. Season passes are like $40 or something, making it a no-brainer to buy one if you intended to go at least twice. Yeah, that's super cheap. Uh, my friend and I probably went five to seven days a week since we lived close by. We knew the park and its operations better than pretty much anybody who didn't work there and eventually grew too comfortable with taking shortcuts through employee areas, trying to climb things that we shouldn't, uh, bothering other guests and overall just being a bunch of New Jersey teenagers, also known as jerks. Uh, <laughs> thing is, the only IDs we had on us were our season passes, which were always assigned to fake names for no pre-planned reason. Summer of 1994, my pass said Oscar, Sch Oscar Schindler. Wow, poor choice of, choice of last name. <laughs> we, we eventually got in so much trouble that they would take our passes and tell us we were banned for life. Well, another $40 at the front gate and boom, back in as Itzak, Itzak Stern. <laughs> oh my God. They needed, uh, they, so you go right from a German name like Oscar Schindler to like a, to like a, uh, a more typically Jewish name, Itzak Stern. They, <laughs> come on, bro. They needed at that time to figure out the flaws in their system. Wow, this sounds like this sounds like a 1990s like movie, like the the the, the getting banned from a, from Six Flags after just going in and just just making and wreaking havoc in the in the Six Flag Park. I've never been to a Six Flags Great Adventure Park. It, it like there's nothing there's there's nothing really like that in Canada. Like there's no national chain of amusement parks. That's not really a thing. Like there, there are select amusement parks that, um, you know, will will come by like once a year. But there's no, and there's no national, you know, broad. I mean, I don't, I just don't think there's enough people here for that to be in a appealing sort of thing. But uh, it seems like all the stories that I've heard from Six Flags, they're just like it's just like a it's a very like weird place to go. Uh, it, it's like an amusement park that sticks around all year. It just seems kind of odd. But then we got a reply here from. Uh, Muck Duck McBuck Tuck. So you're the reason we need to show real IDs for a season pass. <laughs> LOL. And that's, that's probably true. It's probably true. This guy, like, they are definitely not the only kids who are probably doing this um, back in the day. So that's probably that's probably part of the reason why. Uh, this is how... So this next one comes from Papaya Flight. This is how I got banned from Chuck E. Cheese. I figured out that I could take a ball from the game where you shoot it uh, between, or sorry, where you shoot the clown's teeth and use it as use it in the skee ball machine. The skee ball machine would count the points, but not the ball used, which enabled me to play forever with just one ball and max out the machine. I did it on two skee ball machines before somebody noticed, and I got banned or kicked out. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But skee ball is also so fun too. It's like if you if you if you manage to figure this out, like I, man, I would just be there all day, man. Skee ball is like the the best the best arcade game. Like it's it's definitely the, one of the most fun. It's the most interactive. Like it's like so, you can compete too because often they have like two side by side. You can compete with other people. So we have a reply from uh, one one of best best skater one of you want a best skater want a best skater um when i was a kid my best friend at the time told me that you could go behind the ski ball machine and there would be a large opening underneath that would allow you to crawl to the backside and the front of the ticket area and if you made it there without being noticed first of course there would be a little button you could 
push that would print tickets easy money. So next time I was at Chuck E. Cheese, I put my young sister on the lookout slash duty ticket. Another like very Rugrats seeming sort of thing. <laughs> uh, I put my sister on lookout slash du- uh, lookout duty slash ticket collection duty and tried it out. It was a tight squeeze, but they put the skee ball machine so close to the wall. But God damn it, I made it behind, and lo and behold, there was a large opening underneath the machine. So I shimmy myself underneath, and I swear, it felt like being underneath Christopher Robin's bed. <laughs> there were tokens, tickets, and toys, and a lot of money, uh, like way more than you would expect. I continued to crawl forward using the silver silver light that shined through the bottom of the front as, as my guide and there it was the magic button I reached out and pushed the button and held the button and I could hear my sister start giggling it actually was working I held the button for what felt like an eternity continually nervous nervous knowing that we could get caught at any moment I finally decided that that was enough for this run scooped up as much money as I could and shimmied back out my sister and I split the money in the tickets and ran the scheme a couple more times before sadly getting caught I haven't been back to Chuck E. Cheese since uh yeah i mean it's only gonna be so long before they're like dude have you seen the kids like crawling behind the machine and like they've got to notice like man over the past these weird every time those kids are in our skee-ball machine has surprisingly a lot less money like (laughs) that like it's only a matter of time before you get caught and uh shout out wannabe or wannabe skater uh or wannabe best skirt best skater wannabe best skater um because uh, <laughs> you you wrote the way you wrote that made me sound like I'm reading a a, a short story. Um, let me get a reply from Uber Misandrist. Uh, no more shitty pizza at the child's casino. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about this too. Like when I when I was reading that, I'm like, aren't like yeah, aren't like a amuse like like arcades like like little children's casinos? You know, you go in, you pay money, you get like tickets or or chips or whatever. And then you go and you can exchange it for toys and prizes and things. And it's like, this is like conditioning. This is like early child conditioning for for getting kids involved in casinos. Because let me tell you this. If you go to any, go to like somebody who's like really into playing casino games like, you know, slots or even just card games. I wonder how many of those kids lived at the arcade, man. I wonder how many of those kids balled out in the arcade and were just like, I'm fucking good at this. I'm good at these games. And was like, whenever they got older, they were like, yeah, I'm going to take this to the big time, the big leagues, the actual real casinos. Yeah. So who knows? I think I definitely think it's a it's a it's a it's a scheme to get kids addicted to gambling. Um because, yeah, I guess, like, you you put in less money and expect, based on how well you perform, that you can get more. So, you know, that's, it, it, it's, it's, there's definitely a lot of similarities. Ooh. So, this next one comes from uh, user underscore uh, noof. <laughs> I drunkenly stumbled into the big pyramid of wine glasses that were, for some reason, stacked on the side of the bar. After they all fell and smashed everywhere, causing a huge scene... I proceeded to tell the bartender that it wasn't me. Oh, man. Two seconds later, I was in a headlock being dragged outside by a large bouncer. Yeah, man, there's no way you could get away with that, bro. There's <laughs> there's no way you could get away with that. They would they would just go back and, like, check the cameras or something, man. Um, but this this story reminded me, though. We were at... Uh, me, me and a friend of mine went to just go grab uh, some casual drinks at a local bar here in town. And, um, like, he... 
he wasn't even he wasn't even he like he had maybe had like his like like not even half like a quarter of his first beer and I had just finished my first one and he was telling me this story and he his arms are so long and he like was gonna slap the table and he ended up slapping my glass and breaking it everywhere and and it was like it was his first time really like being out at a bar and stuff and he just breaks this glass and I'm just like, oh man, and so and like the, of course these guys think we're drunk and 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 it's like we we also moved seats too, so we weren't we weren't originally sitting there, so the the bartender like had no idea how much we drank at the that the seats we were sitting at before, so this guy just assumes we're plastered, and uh, and I'm like like no like we hardly had anything to drink, he just kind of hit it with his hand, it was a total mishap, and he's like, and I was like, and then in my and my friend was like. Uh, yeah, like I promise that won't happen again. Like it's and the guy and the bartender goes, uh, or it was, it was the manager. I don't even know if it was the bartender, but it was, it was the manager. And he was like, yeah, we'll see. Like in this like super like condescending, like, yeah, we'll see. And then lo and behold, <laughs> like 30 minutes later, he ends up breaking a glass behind the bar where all the drinks are and all that stuff. So I'm like, yeah, you got what was coming to you for your negative ass attitude. But, uh, but at the same time, it's, it's also our fault. <laughs> Um, so this next one comes from Retrosonic82. I got mistaken for somebody else whilst on a holiday a few years back. I popped into a local shop to grab a sandwich and a drink and a staff member and a, and a staff member forcefully marched over to me and yelled, you know, you're not allowed to be in here. I've told you before. I should grab my sandwich and the bottle of water in front of me and put them back. Oh my goodness. I was, of course, tried to, I of course tried to protest and explain that I had never been there before and I was a visitor to the area, but she gestured for the security guard to come over and escort me out and stood watching us from a distance with her arms folded and a smug look on her face, occasionally shouting, if she doesn't go, I'm calling the police. Thankfully, the security guard was a little bit more understanding about the situation and happily looked at my driver's license, which proved I lived in a different area. I offered to show it, but said, perhaps it would be best if you didn't come here again. Oh my God. What the heck, man? That's that's so unfair, man, to get mistaken for somebody else and then and getting banned and not allowed to come into a place because of that, especially when you can like prove it. That has got to be a that's a that's a fat L because now you're all pissed off and you're just like well what the heck man like I didn't I didn't do anything this I didn't ask for this I I I don't even know what you're talking about and yet somebody is like full on believing that that you're not like you're you're not supposed to be there and that you should be banned from the store all right so this one is probably gonna be our last one here so this one comes from user Biggie Kinish or Biggie Nish. I'm not sure if the K is pronounced. Um, my family has been banned from a local Marco's pizza for years because my mom, uh, she used to have some anger issues and also really, really loves garlic butter. When the Marcos forgot to include the garlic butter in her order, she called and asked them to deliver a single cup of garlic butter to our house. The Marcos reasonably said that they can't do that, but she could come and get it, and stormed over there with our pizza and proceeded to smear the whole thing on their windows and counters. I haven't had Marcos since. Bruh, <laughs> your mom? <laughs> your mom definitely has some anger issues, man. It's a, it's some garlic sauce, bruh. Like, that's not, that is like, out of all the biggest deals in the world, that is like, like a negative concern is, is some garlic butter. Like what? Like, like even if you had to go over there and get it, like, okay, if you want the garlic butter, go and grab it. I think there's a little bit more than anger issues going on here. God damn it. I need my garlic butter. Like I can just like 
picture somebody just getting so mad. But that is so disrespectful to be like smearing that on the windows. Like, come on, is that really warranted? Is that really necessary? To be honest, yeah, your mom definitely deserved to get banned. Your mom definitely deserved to get banned. That is some mad disrespect on the Marco's Pizza. I don't know if that's like a chain. I've never heard of that before, but... But what the heck, man? Your mom needs to be able to control her her anger issues, man. It's just over some garlic butter. I can't imagine when, like when it's gonna be something actually serious. Like, holy crap! What? Well, how was your punishments when you guys were kids, man? That uh, scares me. I'm not trying to. I don't want to get myself involved in that. Um, but yeah, okay. Anyways, that's gonna bring us to the end of the the show today, guys. I had so much fun recording this episode. I I love doing the show every week. It's a it's a great time, and uh, I hope you know everybody's being entertained by the episodes and that the stories you hear are interesting and that my anecdotes are are somewhat interesting as well. So I want to thank everybody for listening to into the show. So if you're watching and listening on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, maybe Pandora. Hmm? Uh, make sure to leave us a rating and also leave us a review. Thank you guys so much. I'm your host, Luke Dick. Peace out, and I'll see you guys next week.